Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Record Rangers podcast with me, Johnny McFarlane. This week I'm joined by Gavin Berry and we're going to discuss Bruno Alves, who's just had his first training session at Rangers. Gavin, what will Bruno bring to Rangers? Well, I think of all the signings made by Pedro Cachinha this summer, I think almost everyone would agree that he is the one that has the best pedigree. He's the one that has excited the fans most... Uh, from his CV, it's clear that he'll bring plenty of experience. He's vastly experienced, 35 years of age. He's played at the top level for club and country. His leadership qualities are obviously what Pedro Cachinho will be looking uh, to for most of all from uh, Alves to try and bring this team together because that's probably what they've been lacking, uh, and especially in the centre of defence. I mean, Clint Hill, obviously did well enough last season uh, in an otherwise uh, dismal season uh, but Bruno Alves will be a step up from that in class He's great in the air as well which is key isn't it because over the last few years Rangers have been really porous in the central defence from crosses corners, set pieces so here's a guy that can put his head where the, the ball's going put it in where it hurts and get the ball cleared. Absolutely. Is that no-nonsense sort of style of defender that they're looking for? And I think the other th- thing about him is that he's, he's, he seems to be very vocal, you know, when you watch him. He, he's, he's somebody who hopefully, well, Pedro Cachinho will be hoping can get others, you know, sort of playing, others around him, you know, playing, you know, like Davy Weir did when Walter Smith, you know, came back, he identified Davy Weir as somebody that he could put in there. That kind of impact, that's the kind of impact he's going to be looking for. I noticed uh, Scott McDermott, my colleague, had a piece in the Sunday Mail at the weekend talking with John Brown, who uh, mentioned guys like Richard Goff and Terry Butcher and uh, even Graham Roberts, you know, that kind of character that you need, that's what Rangers really need. He's obviously going to be first choice, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. He's the first name on the team sheet. Who do you think is going to slot in beside him? Well, you would assume Cardoso, wouldn't you? Um, obviously, fellow Portuguese, that would be the obvious choice. They would be the central defensive pairing. The other thing is that we need to mention about Alves, I mean, he's always only arrived to the first training session, but you hear calls for him to be instantly installed as captain. Um, it would be interesting to see if Pedro Cachinha does go down that road. Um, it would seem the obvious one. It would seem the obvious move for Cachinha to make. But the problem is they currently have captain and Lee Wallace, and that if you do hand him the captaincy, it would be a huge call because what impact does it then have on him? You know, Lee Wallace has come in for a lot of criticism. I know from fans, especially in the wake of the calamitous European defeat. There. Yeah, not coming um, out and speaking to the press. Speaking, yeah, but and even apart from that. You know, there have been noises even last season, you know, you get the impression that a lot of fans maybe just think he, he isn't the captain material. He does speak really, really well 
um, Lee Wallace whenever he comes up, but he's not one of those traditional Rangers captains like a John Gregg, yes. like a Richard Goff, who sort of he wears the, the 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 his heart in his sleeve and gets really stuck into games. Absolutely, but I mean, I mean, captains, I mean, all have a different style. You know, some you know are like the vocal ones that you're talking about, a bit like we, we assume Alves would be where he would rally the troops and get those around the plane. Lee Wallace maybe isn't like that not a ranter, he's probably somebody who tries to lead more in terms of his own performance, you know um, but to be honest, funnily enough I spoke to one of his ex-managers today for tomorrow's paper uh, about Lee Wallace and I tend to agree with him, what he said uh, was that maybe relieving Lee Wallace of the captaincy could help get the best out of him again maybe the responsibility of it is dragging him down a bit he's maybe seeing teammates around him who aren't delivering and he's it's hard to see a left back influence in a game as well isn't it you can't grab the scuff the game by the scuff of the neck from left back and pull your teammates through like maybe a Richard Goff could yeah yeah and I think I mean if yeah you know, you're right in what you're saying and also I, th- I think that if, if Cachinha did make the call uh, to say right Alves is my captain my, my worry would be what kind of effect it would then have on Lee Wallace if he still if Cachinha still sees Lee Wallace as having been as playing a pivotal role in his team in left back my, my worry would be well if I take the captain's armband off him what am I going to lose from him but I think the good thing is that Lee Wallace doesn't strike me as the type of character that would take the half and throw the toys out of the pram I think, you know, that he would probably just accept the decision and maybe you would then start to see the best of him again. I mean, I think when Lorenzo Amoroso was stripped of the captaincy all those years ago by Dick Advocat, I mean, I think he would be a different kind of animal. I think his ego would maybe be dented, you know, his pride would be dented a bit more and his ego taking a bit of a battering. But I don't think Lee Wallace would be like that and that's why I think Cachinha could be into a win-win situation by... By doing that. So that's how Lee Wallace would react, but I suppose that's one thing, and another thing might be how his mates in the dressing room would react. We've got a group now of players that have been brought in by Pedro Cachina, and we've got a group that are still there from the Warburton era. Yeah. Does that potentially that, throw that, a span on the it works? Could, it could have an issue. It could. But I think the thing for Pedro Cachina is now is that, you know, I mean, last season, you know, nobody, we didn't really see signs of any. You know, great progress. We had the result up at Aberdeen, you know, the 3 0 win. But apart from that, there was nothing that really got fans excited. Then people said, okay, well, we'll let him bring in his own players and then we'll judge him then. He, he then brings in his own players, gets caught cold with that European result. Okay, people might say it came early in the season, so we'll forgive him that. But he doesn't really have much margin for error here, so he's going to have to make big decisions and if he thinks that Alves is a man he's bringing in his own man and if he thinks he is a man to be the captain then he has to just make that decision he can't really worry too much about what impact it has elsewhere because he's got to be brave now and make big decisions Obviously you talked about his CV his pedigree is really not in question he's got 93 caps for Portugal he's won a European Championship played for some great clubs across Europe but he is 35 and he's going to be 36 in November Yeah how do Rangers manage that over the course of a season? Well, they don't have European games now for a start, so, I mean, you would think the calibre of player he is, I mean, even though he's 35, I think you should be able to handle, you know, a, a domestic season in Scotland. Uh, we mentioned Davy Weir earlier, you know, we, you know, we had Clint Hill last season, who was, what, what, what was he, 37, 38? Yeah. 
So I don't think it's going to be an issue. He's a fit guy. I mean, we've seen that. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the video of him playing football, volleyball, volleyball. And he sort of overhead kicked the ball over. He's an extremely athletic guy. Yeah. And what you always hear about the, when you see people, ex-teammates or former coaches talk about these players, it's always about how they look after themselves. You know, we mentioned David Wien earlier. It's how they're so fit and the model pro. So 35 years of age, I don't think he's going to have too much of a problem with that. In terms of how he impacts on the, how the team plays, I noticed a couple of stats coming in from Italy where he played last year. He won the second most amount of headers out of any player in Italy last season. And also his defensive passing, so passes out of defence, he was the second best player in the whole league. That includes midfield players dropping deep. Mm-hmm. So how do you think that Rangers are going to adapt with him? Do you think he's going to be seen as a sort of defensive linchpin to create the play from the back? Yeah, no, I think, well, he's going to be an integral part of of this team. I mean, this, Kashinia has identified him very early on as to be the man that he, he wanted, the sort of big name, marquee, summer signing. So he's going to be integral to whatever way they play. But the crucial thing is, whatever way Kashinia decides to play, the, the key thing is, is getting the message over to the players because that seemed to be the issue last season is that you know players either weren't understanding what he wanted them to do or they did and weren't buying into it he needs to get them all on board and he's not got much time as Barry Ferguson said in his column last week um, you know one month to, to get that team ready for Fur Park on the opening weekend of the season Given we've already had the, the progress result, which is a di- absolutely diabolical result, there's no way of covering that up. He's got the game against Marseille now in terms of the pre-season. He's got um, the game against Sheffield Wednesday yeah. and he's got a few bounce games bounce as well. Game How do you think Kashina's going to react to the pressure that he's going to undoubtedly be under come those first games of the season? He seems to be... I mean, in my dealings with him, he, he seems to be somebody who can, you know... He seems to be somebody who's very much up for it and he sees this as his big chance and, he, and he's up for the challenge. I mean, the thing was with... That was the thing with Paul Le Guin when I know comparisons have been made, but when the going got tough for him, you know, it seemed to be that he just wanted out. You know, it was like, I, I just want an escape route here. Kashinia doesn't strike me as being something like that. He, he seems to be very much up for it because... Well, I mean, as we've just said, this is his big chance. I mean, Paul Le Guin had already been a success at Lyon. You know, his reputation was you know, fairly, fairly high. But for Kashinia, he's he's looking to make a name for himself. So, I think I think he'll I think he'll cope with. It. I think he but yeah, he certainly has total belief that he is he is the man, and I think he'll cope with it. Okay, thanks for that, Gavin. That's it for this episode. To continue the debate, you can follow us on Twitter at Johnny R. McFarlane and at GavinBerryDR. For all the up-to-the-minute news, follow The Record Sport on Twitter, like us on Facebook or visit us at thedailyrecord.co.uk. We'll be back next week with all the latest talking points from Ibrox, Ockenhowie and beyond. If you want to get the podcast as soon as they go online, please subscribe at iTunes, Audioboom or any other good podcasting platform. Thanks for listening.